0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday, the 21st of June. In your Squiz today, a potential leadership spill for the National Party, masks on for Sydney, Iran's new president, and rock goes disco. This is your Squiz today. Well, hello, Claire. Sorry, who is this? I'm not quite sure. I can <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Recognise a minute. Voice.
0: It's lovely to I'm hear back. your voice, Larissa. Really great to have you back on the podcast. I think I remember how all these buttons work. So let's get going with the news this morning. There's been speculation over the weekend about a potential leadership spill in the National Party. Michael McCormack has been leader since 2018 when Barnaby Joyce stepped down after an affair with a staffer became public, prompting that bonk ban under former PM Malcolm Turnbull table. Joyce unsuccessfully challenged for the leadership early last year, but he could be having another
1: go. That's certainly what speculation says. It really started building on Saturday when the Financial Review published an article saying that it was on. There's been building dissatisfaction within the Nationals' party room, according to reports. There's those who don't think that McCormack's performances, whether it's on the floor of the Parliament uh, or more broadly, are particularly stunning, uh, also crit- Criticism that perhaps is too easy to roll over with the Liberals when it comes to policy issues. They particularly point to things like climate change and this edging towards a commitment from the Coalition to net zero emissions by 2050. That's all brought it to a head and it could blow up at a party meeting this
0: morning. It's a 21-strong party room. Any contender would need 11 votes to win.
1: Yeah, so there's a rolling string of things that might happen if there is a spill motion. That means that there would be a vote of no confidence moved into McCormack's leadership. McCormack might stand aside or he might fight that. Certainly, according to reports this morning, he's saying that he will fight if anything does happen. There's a lot that will be revealed this morning with a lot of moving pieces.
0: It is the time of the year known as killing season for political leaders. This week is the final sitting week before the the long winter recess so it's one of the last chances to change leaders before the next election potentially more to come on this one I might have been off the airways for a while, Claire, but COVID definitely hasn't been. This morning, it's concern about a growing cluster in Sydney of the highly contagious Delta variant. There are now nine cases, two of those community transmission, one happening after the most fleeting of contacts. Yeah, I'm sorry we haven't moved COVID on for you, Larissa. Here we
1: are, (laughs) here again, still again. (laughs) And yes, as you say, there are nine now in that cluster. Uh, What officials say that they're really concerned about is that. issue with the Delta virus. Apparently one case uh, has been confirmed and all that man did was walk past someone who had it at a shopping centre. So they're particularly concerned about the spread. What New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian did yesterday was to reintroduce mandatory mask wearing that will happen in public indoor venues in seven local government areas in Sydney's east, the CBD and the inner west. Are also, on public transport across Greater Sydney uh, and including Wollongong and Shell Harbour, you need to put a mask on.
0: While we're on COVID, Claire, the European Council has recommended to EU member states to lift their travel restrictions on 14 countries, and that includes Australia. Yeah, it does. Of course, Australia isn't
1: letting people travel for non-essential reasons, Mm. but it looks like nations within the European Union could be making that move, also opening up to the United States. And of course, with their summer holiday season, that would see
0: after more than a year, American tourists heading back to Europe two other notable COVID news items this morning. China has now administered more than a billion doses of the vaccine. They're on track to have 70% of their 1.4 billion population vaccinated by the end of the year. And Brazil has passed 500,000 COVID deaths. The situation there is pretty critical with winter approaching and a slow vaccination rollout. Continuing on with the international news now, and Iran has elected a new president, Ibrahim Rahisi. He'll be inaugurated in August. He's known as an ultra-conservative, Claire. Yeah, and he's also Iran's top judge.
1: He is known for very, very ultra-conservative views. What Israel says is that he's the most extreme uh, president that Iran has had yet, and they worry that he will ramp up Iran's nuclear ambitions. There's been a lot said about the politics Politics in Iran, particularly in the atmosphere of Donald Trump really coming down on Iran hard. What pundits say is that has galvanised Iranians to take a more hardline view, and they've moved away from anyone who was more in the centre and moderate, like the outgoing president Hassan Rouhani.
0: With Rahisi's election, it's now being said that all areas of government in Iran are under the control of religious conservatives. Over to the UK and the Queen was out and about having a good time at the races at Royal Ascot. All the while, extracts from a new book detailing the rift between Harry and William have been published, which means bullying allegations against Meghan are again front and centre. They are a lot being said still about the
1: rift between Harry and his brother Prince William and exactly what went down when Meghan and Harry were senior royals before they took off for the US. That investigation into claims that Meghan was a bully at the palace uh, was due to come out this week. That looks like now that that's been put off until next year. These things are also very much in focus, as you say, because of a new book coming out that puts new claims next to Megan's behaviour uh, and exactly what went down behind the scenes as early as 2019 when their households were split.
0: Could all make for some awkward family time. The brothers are meant to be unveiling a new statue of Princess Diana on July 1st to commemorate what would have been her 60th birthday. On to something a little less controversial and that's Australia's love of carbs really peaked during the pandemic, Claire. It really did. And it
1: seems like I certainly was very much a part of that buying. I very much contributed to this. <laughs> the pantry was <laughs> heaving with pasta and rice, <laughs> uh, as many kilos of flour as we could get our hands on. Of course, one of yep. favourite stories over that period were people who thought they'd bought a kilo of flour, but ended up buying 100 kilos, those sorts of things. <laughs> uh, and what has happened at the end of last week is the Bureau of Stats have put some numbers next to that, carbs spiked by 40%. In March 2020, uh, we really Mm. were on that bandwagon. Uh, Other pantry items certainly did go up as well, but nothing like the carbohydrates that we all seem to want to get our hands on. Uh, Also, when it came to June, things normalised a little bit, except for Victoria, where there was then a spike in September with that Melbourne lockdown. Carbs, always
0: there for you. (laughs) I've checked, Claire, it's not April Fool's, but legendary rock band The Foo Fighters are releasing a disco album. Please explain. <laughs> you know what? I had to do a bit of Googling of that too, <laughs> thinking that perhaps this was I a joke. Were having
1: me on. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to be on the wrong side of a fake news story. Exactly. Uh, but, yes, The Foo Fighters uh, have formed something of a tribute, BG's band, uh, and they are releasing a disco album mid-July uh, under the name of of the DGS and mm-hmm. they're doing covers
0: of classic BGS disco hits due out the seventeenth of July, so you don't have long to wait. The DGS after Dave Grohl's initials, D G, obviously. Indeed, that's it. Squeeze the day, Claire. What have you got? Today is the
1: winter solstice, so it's going to be the longest night, and then we head into tomorrow with
0: the shortest day. Means we're turning a corner, so let's look at it as a glass half full. Bring on summer and warmer days. For me, it's National Selfie Day. So ah, if you're feeling nice. cute, might delete later. Go for it. <laughs> go the duck face. <laughs> exactly. That's all from us. Thanks for making my return to the podcast so easy, Claire.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Look forward to talking <laughs> to you tomorrow.
0: Catch you then. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.
1: This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super.